Hello, my friends, and this is the Informed Catholic. So, uh, we're at the eve of the Feast of the Assumption. And so, I'm going to do the readings from the Magnificat here. Uh, we're going to do the Vigil Mass. We're just going to, like, go through the um, the prayers and everything. Uh, I'm going to share this with you. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Prayer for the evening, Vigil of the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Come, let us praise the Lord on this feast of the Virgin Mary. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. And this is a hymn here. We're going to recite it. Ye watchers and ye holy ones, bright seraphs, cherubim, and thrones, raise the glad strain, alleluia, cry out, dominions, princedoms, powers, virtues, archangels, angels, choirs, alleluia, 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 O higher than the cherubim, more glorious than the seraphim, Lead the praises, Alleluia, thou bearers of the eternal word. Most gracious, magnify the Lord. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Okay, and the, we're going to do the Psalm 147. It's from 12, verse 12 to 20. Okay, and here's a quote from... Uh, Galatians chapter four verse twenty six, the Jerusalem above is freedom is for is freeborn. The Jerusalem above is freeborn, and she is our mother. Galatians chapter twenty chapter four verse twenty six, the Blessed Virgin Mary assumed body and soul into heaven, and is herself God's promise to Israel. To Israel kept in full, the heavenly Jerusalem wherein God dwells with the human race for all eternity, is her emblem and our hope of future glory. Psalm 147. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow white as wool. He, scatter, he scatters hoarfrost like ashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth, the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel, his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. And a reading is from Revelation the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verse 2 and 3. I also saw the holy city, a new Jerusalem, 
coming down out from heaven, from God prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne, saying, Behold, God's dwelling is with the human race. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will always be with them as their God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And then a quote here from the book of Judith. May you be blessed by the Lord Almighty forever and ever. It's uh, book of Judith, chapter 15, verse 10. And the book of Revelation was chapter 21, verse 2 and 3. Okay. And now, Tadeum. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father, all creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim, seraphim, sing endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Fathers of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, Vigil Mass, the Solemnity of, of, of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Entrance Antiphon. Glorious things are spoken of you, O Mary, who today were exalted above the, the choirs of angels into eternal triumph with Christ. Okay, and we have here the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord. Sorry, lost the place here. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so the um, first reading is from the book of Chronicles. They brought in the Ark of God and set it inside the tent which David had pitched for it. It's uh, the book of uh, the first book of Chronicles, chapter fifteen, 
3 and 4, 15 to 16, 16 chapter 16 to 1 and 2. David assembled all Israel in Jerusalem to bring the ark of the Lord to the place which he had prepared for it. David also called together the sons of Aaron and the Levites. The Levites bore the ark of God on their shoulders with poles as Moses had ordained according to the word of the Lord. David commanded the chiefs of the Levites to appoint their kinsmen as chanters to play on musical instruments, harps, lyres, and cymbals to make a loud sound of rejoicing. They brought in the ark of God and set it within the tent which David had pitched for it. Then they offered up burnt offerings and peace offerings to God. When David had finished offerings when David had finished offering up the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 132. The response is, Lord, go up to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your holiness. Lord, go up to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your holiness. Behold, we heard of it in Ephratha. We found it in the fields of Yar. Let us enter his dwelling. Let us worship at his footstool. Lord, go up to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your holiness. May your priests be clothed with justice. Let your faithful ones shout merrily for joy. For the sake of David, your servant, reject not the plea of your anointed. Lord, go up to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your holiness. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He prefers her for his dwelling. Zion is my resting place forever. In her will I dwell, for I prefer it. Lord, Go up to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your holiness. Amen. Okay, so the next reading is from the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 15, verse, um, I guess, 54 to 57, a little tiny. All right. Brothers and sisters, when that which is mortal it clothes itself with immortality, then the world that is written shall come about. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where death is your victory? Where death is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the, the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through the word of the Lord. Amen. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and observe it. Alleluia, alleluia. Okay. A reading. The next one is, Blessed is the womb that carried you. This is from a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 11, verse 27 and 28, the visitation of the Blessed Mother to St. Elizabeth. While Jesus... I'm sorry. 
I'm I got it wrong. I'm sorry. It's not the visitation. It's um, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. Someone uh, praises his mother's womb. It's not the visitation. While Jesus was speaking, a woman from the crowd called out and said to him, "Blessed is the womb that carried you and the breast that which you nursed." He replied, "Rather blessed are those who hear the word of." of God and observe it. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. That ends the, uh, the, um, vigil mass. So now we're going to move into the morning mass. Actually, we're going to start first for, um, with the, um, morning prayer prayer for the morning uh, August 15th which is the Feast of the Assumption come let us rejoice with the angels in the assumption in the assumption of the Virgin Mary glory to the Father to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever amen and here's a, a hymn I'm just gonna read it just like the morning the morning's dawning bright. She rises to the heavenly height. Maria splendid as the sun, just like the moon, most lovely one. Today the queen of all the earth, who to that sun has given birth, who is before the day star shone, ascends unto her glorious throne. Assumed above the angels higher, than every heavenly angel choir. This single woman has out, outrun the merits all the saints have won. The one whom in her womb she fled, she, I'm sorry, the one whom in her womb she fed and laid within a manger's bed. She sees as Lord of everything, now in his Father's glory King. Virgin of virgins intercede and with your son with favor plead he took up what is ours through you may what ha may what is his come through come through you too okay that was a uh, hymn uh creator of the star um i'm not familiar with all this stuff but it says here uh this hymn can be sung to the tune used for creators of the stars of night. All right, this morning prayer, first reading is uh, going, it's Canticle of Isaiah, chapter 61, verse 10 to 11, and then chapter 62, verse 2 to 3. And here's a little footnote. Adorn yourself with grandeur and majesty and array yourself with glory and splendor. Job chapter 40, verse 10. Through the power of his resurrection, Christ has adorned Mary with the robe of his own grandeur and majesty and arrayed her with glory and splendor. These garments of salvation are the revelation and crown of the holiness with which she lived her life on earth. All right, let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I rejoiced heartily in the Lord, in my God is the joy of my soul. 
for he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bridegroom adorned with a dedium, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. Okay, a little back. Um, like a bridegroom adorned with a didium, like a bride bedecked with her jewels, as the earth brings forth its plants, and a garden makes its gro growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. Nations shall behold your vindication, and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name, pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal didium held by your God. Glory be to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. And the, the word of God is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 53 to 54. That which is corruptible must clothe itself with incorruptibility, and that which is mortal must be, must be clothed itself with immortality. And when this which is corruptible clothes itself with incorruptibility, and this, sorry, which is mortal, clothe itself with immortality, then the word that is written shall come about, death is swallowed up in victory. A great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. Amen. Canticle of Zechariah Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born in the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship him without fear and holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into, into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay. Pope Benedict XVI wrote that precisely because Mary is with God and in God, she is very close to each one of us. While she lived on this earth, she would only be close to a few people. Being in God, who is actually within all of us, Mary shares in this closeness of God. She knows our hearts and, and, can, and can hear our prayers. 
and can help us with her motherly kindness. She always listens to us, and being mother of the Son, participates in the power of the Son and in His goodness. We can always entrust the whole of our lives to this mother. Assumed into heaven, Mary reveals our own destiny. As Monsignor, Monsignor Ronald Knox said, that transformation of our material bodies to which we look forward one day has been accomplished. We know it now for certain in her. That's quite fantastic and very beautiful. I think, you know, that would help a lot of us to, if we study these kind of writings, especially the thoughts of Pope Benedict XVI, the, the late Pope Benedict XVI, who was a fantastic theologian, we should be able to communicate this to, um, to Protestants. And I think, why? why? Why can't Catholics put effort to study the faith? You know, I think if you don't, it's, it's being lukewarm. It's being lukewarm. You know, people say, yeah, I know, we're all busy and we're all tired and we all are exhausted. But, but you know, it's true what Michael Vara says. Many people make a lot of, uh, don't mind skipping mass on Sunday for the football or a baseball game. They don't mind, um, you know, making excuses for something. Petty things. And, and the sad problem is, don't think we're not going to be judged by it. Don't think that we're not going to be judged for these petty things. And, and, and then don't make this excuse, try to justify that, well, God understands. God knows my heart. Are you sure you know your heart? Because when we stand before God, we will see ourselves as God sees us. And then we will see our sins as God sees them. And that, that in itself cannot be justified. Because when we see ourselves as God sees us, we will also <clears throat> acknowledge his righteousness and, our, and our, un, our unworthiness. We will have to admit shame. Shame. Mary is the, the ideal Christian, the ideal Christian, the ideal, she's the perfect disciple. She's the perfect disciple and she knows how to love her son and she could teach us how to be, how to love her son. We should think about that. All right, let's begin. Revelation, uh, enter Santa upon from the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 1. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon beneath her feet, and on her head a crown of 12 stars. Okay. 
All right, and this is from the book of Revelation, <clears throat> chapter 11, verse, uh, chapter 11 to 19, chapter 12 to 1, verse 1 to 6 and to 10. God's temple in heaven was opened, and the ark of his covenant could be seen in the temple. A great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child, and wailed aloud in pain as she labored to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the sky. It was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on on its head were seven, um, were seven didiums, didiums, its tail swept away a third of the stars in the sky and hurled them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman about to give birth to devour her child. When she gave birth, she gave birth to a son, a male child, destined to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and, and his throne, and the woman herself fled into the desert where she had a place prepared by God. Then I heard a loud voice in the heavens say, Now have salvation and power come, and the kingdom of our God, and the authority of his anointed one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 45. The response is, The queen stands at your right hand, arrayed in gold. The queen takes her place at your right hand, in gold of Ophir. Hear, O daughter, and see, and turn your ear. Forget your people and your father's house. So shall the king desire your beauty, for he is your God. They are born, they are born with gladness and joy. They enter the, pl the palace of the king. The queen stands at your right hand arrayed in gold. A reading from the uh, St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 20, 27. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead and the, and the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through man, the resurrection of the dead came also through man. For just as in, as in Adam all die, so too in Christ shall all be brought to life, but each one in proper order. Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming, and those who belong to Christ, th then, comes, then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to his God and Father, when he has destroyed every sovereignty and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The, la the last enemy to be destroyed is death. For as he subjugate everything under his feet. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Mary is taken up to heaven 
a chorus of angels exults. Alleluia, alleluia. The Almighty has done great things for me. He has raised up the lowly. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 1, verse 39 to 56. In those days, Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. How does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of her greeting reached my ears. The infant in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has, mer he has mercy on those who, who fear him. In every generation he has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their, con in, in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy the promise he has made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Oh, sorry. Mary remained with her with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> so, the assumption of the Blessed Mother is it's something that's I think it's very hard for Protestants to comprehend. You know, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> sorry about the lateness of this uh, this uh, podcast. Uh, you know, again, work and making time and the the heat, um, this extreme heat during this uh, summer, has made it very difficult to record podcasts. But recently, there's a um, <clears throat> Taylor Marshall who interviewed Candace Owens' husband, which right now I cannot remember his name. But he himself was a former Protestant, and he converted. And uh, very much a man who loves the Catholic faith, loves the Catholic Mass, uh, is very close friends with Michael Knowles. And, um, you know, it's true. With Protestants, for some for some reason, they there's a some kind of I guess you can say we could say theological, maybe spiritual as well as mental block with Mary, with the Blessed Mother, like they treat her. Um, 
They treat her like a very cold surrogate, like the way, I hate to say this, but the way gay men or some couple who rent a surrogate woman who is actually the real mother of the baby, right? Because, you know, gay men can't have babies, but they, you know, but they don't mind renting, using a woman for a baby. And Protestants do the same thing. She gives birth. And then at some point, they just push her aside. They cast her aside. Like if you just, you know, coldly, just push her aside. And that's it. They don't think there should be like, like, like as though she just gave birth to the human, but they don't want to acknowledge the fact that he is truly fully God, that in her womb, she had God in her womb. And that's a problem because they don't, they don't look at the fullness of what the incarnation is telling us. The creator of the universe took residence in the womb of this virgin girl. They don't ask the question, why her and not someone else? Why her and not any other person? Why do they, you know, why is this sacredness, this relationship? They don't look at the relationship, the sacredness of this. That God, the eternal Logos, became human, incarnate in the womb of this woman, this beautiful virgin woman. And he had an intimate relationship with her. This relationship even goes beyond physical. It's mental, it's spiritual. She know he, he know he knows her and she knows him. It's in it's not just in the body, but it's in the soul. It's in their mind and soul. It's in their eyes. It's in the sound of her voice in his ears. They don't want to go they you know they they, they refuse to go beyond it. it. And it's 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 ridiculous, it's scary, and it's also I think heartless. Heartless and cold. There is so much there that is beyond it. Like they, for some reason, they just push her aside like, a, like an old coat in the back of a closet. This is the mother of your Lord. Elizabeth said it. How is this the mother of my Lord should come to me? If she can say it, why can't you say it? Why? It's it's uh, it, it's remarkable, and you know, I don't know. Did you ever hear? I mean, I remember listening to a Protestant stations. I don't ever remember them reading the Magnificat. I don't remember them ever talking about the Cana of Galilee scene. It's just ridiculous. It's, 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 you know, just really ridiculous. 
And, you know, and I don't, I don't mean, I'm not trying to beat up upon them, but you got to realize there's something there. At the foot of the cross, she stood there and he acknowledged her. Woman, behold your son. Then he looks down and then the second person, he, he reads in that second, I mean, think about it. She's there. John is there standing next to her. Woman, behold your son. She was there from till the very end. Till the very end. And even past the end. Elizabeth is there. Anyway, I'm going to end it here and we're going to move on. I mean, I personally think they should explore this relationship with the Blessed Mother more. Explore the intimacy, because if you get close to her, you will get close to Jesus. And if you bring her into your life, as John the Apostle did, Jesus will come into your life. It doesn't, it, it, you know, you get into the family of Christ. If John the Apostle took her into his home, you too can take her into your home. Look at it far in a far deeper spiritual way than anything else. It's a far mystical way. Just, just let it go of your prejudice and look to the mother of your Lord and receive her. Amen. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We'll say uh, a Hail Mary for Pope Francis. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Say a Hail Mary for our bishops. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Let's say a Hail Mary for the souls, the holy souls in purgatory. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Let's say a Hail Mary for our priests. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. And let's say Hail Mary for <clears throat> um, those loved ones who are sick. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Say Hail Mary for those who are um, for the elderly who are alone. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. And hail Mary for our own personal intentions. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. God bless.